This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. Hello and welcome to Oh My Dog with me, Jack D. And me, Sean Walsh. This is our weekly podcast where we reveal the most intimate, ridiculous details of our relationship with our beloved dogs. I have the delightful, spirited Mildred Barrett, who is a cockapoo. My streetwise best friend is Dolly, the long-haired chihuahua whom we rescued. Uh, This podcast sets out to answer the all-important questions like, how do you greet your dog? Uh, Do you kiss your dog on the mouth? Does your dog sleep in your bed? And so on. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of our chats with our equally dog-obsessed guests who roll over and tell all. You are very much part of this podcast too, and we want to hear from you. You can get in touch by emailing us at hello at omdpod.com. And find us on Instagram at omdpod. So give us a shout and follow us on social media too. Hi, Sean. Hey, Jack. How are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. Yeah, just uh, actually, I'm very well because I've just had a little bit of a holiday. You're um, always having a holiday. Well, you know, I'm getting on. You know, I'm allowed a holiday every every few weeks. <laughs> we had a long weekend actually. We went to Italy and uh, it was on the beach, and it was just really nice, really great. Oh, good. Well, one thing did annoy me. Um, okay. About Italy, do you know the <laughs> Italian for headphones? <laughs> No. No. Well, neither do they, apparently, because they, everyone was on the beach just talking into their phones without headphones. <laughs> What's wrong with people when they do that? Why would you do that? You know, when you can hear, okay, I can't understand any of it, but if you can hear both sides of the conversation, and there were lots of, there were British people as well doing it, and Americans, there were some quite loud Americans. Of course. Having these kind of in-depth conversations with people on the other side of the world, probably, and I could hear both sides of it. I didn't want to hear any of it. But it I don't understand why. I'm, I'm not a tech person, but at least I know how headphones work. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the thing we're living. We have entered a new age, Jack, of no shame. There is no shame. People don't have shame anymore. Yes, there's no filter. There comes a point where you have to think, no, I, I can keep this conversation. It'll be a private thing. <laughs> Otherwise, why don't they just start a bloody podcast? <laughs> you know, like we have. Then we don't mind people listening in. But the rest of the time, keep it quiet. Keep it private. <laughs> a bit more privacy in this world would be a nice thing. <laughs> And apart from that, I had a great time. Oh, in Italy. It, was, it was very, very nice. And, I'm glad to hear yeah, it. Yeah. 
I'll tell you where we did. We, I went to see my dad. I went to visit my dad because um, my dad is in a, in a nursing home. And okay. for the first time, they've allowed dogs back in after lockdown. Oh, wow. They're quite slow to sort of uh, relax that rule. And so Dolly came with us to see, to oh, see my dad. And um, it was really sweet because there were so many old people there who just loved seeing Dolly. And Dolly's very good with old people. I don't just say that. I think she, in her previous life, was owned by an old person. So <laughs> she's kind of has an affinity with them. And oh, it was really, so it was really sweet. nice that she she was kind of there. And I like to think it was almost like a therapeutic for them. And old people get to that point when they can't have dogs anymore. Yes. So it was really nice to just sort of uh, give them the opportunity to talk to dolly and chat about dolly and 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 they also oh i used to have king charles cavaliers or i used to have labradors yes. whatever you know and i think that's at such a poignant time in your life where you realize you can't have a dog anymore so hard so i'm really pleased that dolly was allowed back into the home and uh, i think she'll go and visit there again i don't think she'll mind that she liked it anyway she said on the way back yeah yeah it's pretty good <laughs> old people so we'll take her there again. That was nice. Oh, that's lovely. So she enjoyed herself. She did enjoy it. She she has, as I say, she has an affinity with old people. She does. She'll always stop and talk to an old person if they if they're interested. She's really nice to them. Oh, that's very so, sweet. Uh, it's just a nice side to her that she's just yeah. How's Mildred? Is she is she Mildred's good? good. I took. I tell you what I did. Obviously, we had that nice week of weather, and I took Mildred to Hampstead Heath. Very, very well to do. Oh, yes, yes, yes. There was a lovely video you sent on Instagram, isn't it? Oh, yes. I think that was actually, um, what's it called? Wernham Scrubs. Oh, nice. Right, is that why there? Is that, is that near you? That's quite near me, Wernham Scrubs, which is very nice. In fact, when I took it to Wernham Scrubs, we didn't get to go for very long because it, it suddenly torrential rain poured. And Mildred ran back to the car. I had to chase her. You know, Mildred, Mildred, wait. And she did this really sweet yeah. thing. Does Dolly have a, I think I've asked you this before. Does Dolly have a seat? Does she have a place in the car where she always goes? Is she a back seat driver or is she passenger seat? She's always on the passenger's lap, i.e. Right. Jane's lap or my lap, depending who's driving. Yeah, always. So after the incident that I told you about a while ago, where Mildred was in the passenger seat to the left and I kind of hit some bushes... She's now too scared to go in that seat. Yeah. So she now goes in the back. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. You didn't actually tell me about that. I didn't know about that. I don't, I think... So she's traumatised. <laughs> no, I think... You I never told me that. <laughs> I did. I did. We got. I think we got onto how bad my my driving is because I'm a new I'm a new learner. Okay. Oh, what a useless excuse that is. You're, you've got your license. You should be driving now. You either passed or you didn't. Did you pass? Oh, thank you. I did, did pass. Did you pass? It's automatic. Yeah. Okay. Well, then you've got no excuse. You've Yeah, I know automatic. But you've got an automatic car, haven't you? Yes. So it's not like you were suddenly put in a manual and were out of your debt. Okay. <laughs> it's just oh. it was just the window was down and the oh, bush, I'm sorry. The, I pulled out and the bush you know sometimes how a bush it's kind of overgrown and it can come into your car. Oh, <laughs> oh those bushes they've got no control have they? <laughs> Poor Mildred. That's terrible though. Well now she's excited to get in the car with me because she knows if she's getting in the car with me she's going for a, a more adventurous walk. 
It'll be an adventure of a lifetime. <laughs> I took her. I took her to one of the scrubs. It started raining, really pouring it down. But when she ran back, she ran back to the car. And what was really cute is I couldn't see her until I kind of came. I turned round, so I had full vision of the car, and she was sat by her door. I thought that was really sweet. Oh. She, this is her entrance oh, into nice. the car. So she just, uh, yeah. That was lovely. This is where I'm going to be. Oh, that's nice. I know. That's nice. We've got a very good um, voice note's been sent in, haven't we? Yes, we do. It's from someone who, who dog sits. Yes. Their parents' dog and has a, bit, a particular ritual they have to follow. Uh, okay. And this could be the start of a new feature, I think. Adventures on dog sitting. Love to hear from people who dog sit. It's a good yes. thing. Where we get listeners uh, to tell us their stories, that would be that would be really excellent. Anyway, it's it's quite a long one, so have a listen to this. Yeah, I think this one's going to be a good one, Jack. Hi, Sean. Hi, Dad. So over the past <laughs> couple of days, I've been looking after Dolly, and it's been really nice. Dolly's been very well behaved. We've just been hanging out. I've taken her to Nero's every day, which she likes, as per your instruction. In the evening, we've just chilled and watched a bit of telly. I was told to keep up her evening TV routine, which is essentially a sequence of treat giving. I think it endorses begging, but I have been told for Dolly's well-being that this must happen every night. So what it involves is when we sit down in the evenings and watch a bit of telly, you have to bring in some cheese you give her one small piece of cheese and then maybe wait five ten minutes give her another piece of cheese she'll be walking all over you and staring at you while you don't give her the cheese and then you give it to her and she eats it and she's very happy after about 10 minutes you have to take the cheese away and you have to be very vocal about this the cheese is going away sort of thing and then she jumps up onto the footstool and you have to secretly hide a small morsel of cheese for her to sniff out and find once she's found it, you have to kind of celebrate that moment and uh, congratulate her and stroke her and everything. Go, well done, well done, woo, woo. You found the cheese, yay. And then she runs off into the kitchen and goes outside for a few minutes. Meanwhile, you put the cheese away, da 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 da, da And then she comes back in and waits by the treat drawer. You then give her half a pig in blanket which are the uh treats that she um really likes and then she takes that and runs off into the front room with it and then and only then can you properly chill out and watch telly for the rest of the evening (laughs) this whole routine has to happen and then she calms down and she sits on the sofa quietly for the rest of the night and i was told that this had to be kept up for dolly and that Dad would know he would be able to tell when he got back if this hadn't happened every night. <laughs> but uh, I have been doing it every night, and uh, I hope that Dolly tells Dad that. Anyway, take care and see you all soon. Yeah, have a good time. That I've, I've I walked straight into that. Did you know, Sean? Did you know that's what was coming? I forgot to tell you. I I bumped into Miles in Brighton. 
Did you? Yes. You didn't. Did. You didn't. Is that how it happened? <laughs> I bumped into Miles. I, bu- I bumped into your wonderful son, and he said that you were holding back a bit with uh, <laughs> some of your rituals with Dolly. And I, I asked him, would he mind sharing that with our listeners? And he and he happily obliged. Oh, I'm going to kill him. That was a, uh, do you know what? I couldn't understand it to begin with. I honestly thought it was someone trying to do an impression of me. I thought, I, that, that, is, that sounds a bit like me. He's where's he got this horrible, this horrible sarcastic tone from? And that's just him. It's, that's my son because he looked after Dolly when we were away. Oh, that so, was very clear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, he. It is true. We've. Um, oh, no, I'm, I'm embarrassed. I've, uh, okay, I'm embarrassed. All right. I've, uh, oh, we we've got it. We did it. I don't know if my if my voice has gone red. <laughs> <laughs> Well, look. This is. Oh, I think I have families. to. I have to get to the bottom of uh, of something before before we speak to. We got obviously the wonderful Alan Alan Carr. Yeah. How would yeah. you know if this ritual that that you had, this satanic ritual that you have, would? How would you have known if it had not been, <laughs> not been kept up? It's the whole cheating because. Th- Generally, it would be it would be Dolly's demeanour, basically, you know. And I, I always I always knew if in the old days when we had our Dachshunds and we'd have a dog sitter would come and stay and say, "Oh yes, we kept to the routine." But I know they didn't because I go out in the garden and it would be like Cairo, it'd be full of dumps, you know. And they, it means that the dog hasn't had enough walks. And it's done it all in the lawn on the lawn oh. instead of on the common where they're meant to go. So. But with Dolly, she she gets she's all down in the dumps when you get back if if she hasn't had a nice time. Okay, so <laughs> I, I I thought it might be that she actually anyway, grasped them up. Oh yeah, Jack, Jackie, he didn't give me my cheese. He didn't give me my second piece of cheese <laughs> after the eight minutes that he was meant well, to. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past her. I wouldn't put it past her. But um, oh. okay, hands up. I I have been holding back to some extent, and now Miles has dumped me in it. It's, uh, Thank you for uh, for that, Miles. And if if there are any other relatives of Jack's that want to get in touch, uh, please do. Don't. Please send a voice note. We'd love to hear more. Should we speak to Alan? Oh, yeah, let's. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Okay. Alan Carr is an award-winning comedian, broadcaster, author, and writer. From RuPaul's Drag Race and Amanda and Alan's Italian Job to Chatty Man and Changing Ends, he's been a much-loved presence on our screens for the past two decades. But we don't want to hear about all of Alan's amazing achievements. We want to get to know him through his dogs. Hey, Alan. Alan, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, my pleasure. Tell us, introduce your dogs. You've got two dogs. Tell us, who are they? Yeah, I've got um, Irish Setter called Joyce and we've got one called Tuppence who was saved was going to be eaten at the Korean meat festival and we rescued the dog what kind of festival is that oh my god well I know I know it's called the dog meat festival and I I I actually said on stage I was like oh my god I rescued a dog people genuinely thought it was me that had rescued the dog like I'd been lowered into (laughs) Korea like Jason Statham (laughs) And rescued the dog. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. It's a fantastic dog charity. And so, yeah, I think you can't say anything. And then then I got grief as well. There's so many English dogs 
why are you saving a Korean dog? I mean, you just can't do anything right. I mean, no, you can't, can you? Brexit, all this. I've just, oh, I just no. rescued the dog. It needed a home. I had yeah. the space. No. Not good enough, Alan. Send it back. Send it back. I should have Go got get an English dog. A British bulldog. Yeah. English yeah. dog. Oh. Proper dog. Can I ask, how did you hear about, how did you find out this was happening? And what did you do? What steps did you take to save this dog, you you absolute hero? You, you just paid for it to come over. I mean, it's, it's a grim story. I don't even know if you want me to go into oh, it. No. But actually, oh, they go around and they oh, steal no. dogs that are pets. Oh, my God. And what they do is they just pay the dog meat people money and say, look, can we rescue oh, the no. dogs? So it, it doesn't no. solve anything culturally. No, no one's going, no. do you know what? I mean, imagine eating a dog. It must be just disgusting. Oh, oh, especially oh, stealing awful. someone's dog. Absolutely awful. And I don't mean to be rude, but there's not much meat on her anyway. <laughs> You'd have to have chips with her. <laughs> oh, Alan, the fact that you even thought that. <laughs> well, I've piled on a few pounds and I'm just like... <laughs> No, but she is so loved now. But I, I'll tell you something that will you know, break your heart. It's just like uh-huh. you'd throw the ball for her and she loves it and she goes crazy. And I got one of those dog throw things, you know, the, the stick, and I lifted the stick in the hair and she squealed and ran straight oh. in the house where obviously they've, they've hit her and stuff like that. So, I mean, oh totally horrible. So, um, yeah, but she's got a lovely home now Christ. and all that. Christ. And so, uh, yeah. But the funny thing is, she was named Tuppence, and um, I had a bit of a Mrs. Slocum pussy moment from Are You Being Served? Because I remember when I covered for Zoe Ball, and I was going, oh, my my Tuppence this morning wasn't very happy. And my Tuppence was barking at the postman, and, all, and then I could see the producer doing that. Oh my tuppence is a misery. And so yeah, and then I then oh god man had to explain tuppence is my dog. So um when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But you know what's really interesting is Tuppence had a brother who was actually rehomed by a very fashionable French photographer who lives in Paris and does, you know, stuff for GQ and everything. So I don't show Tuppence Instagram because that dog (laughs) is always on a yacht, always on a private yacht. Do the short straw. (laughs) Tuppence isn't allowed on Instagram. <laughs> so how does Tuppence get on with with Joyce? Joyce is yeah, Joyce has never really been that that sociable. So she puts up with Tuppence, but Joyce is in her own little world, which which is not what you get for Irish setters. Bev was who died last year. Bev was her oh, sister, sorry. and um, Bev Bev was life and soul, literally life and soul of the party. And uh, Bev used to just tag along. They had their own little um, yeah. what's it called? relationship, as you say. But yeah, yeah. So Joyce is very quiet, very, very timid. But the weird thing is about Joyce is just in her own little world. And yeah. no fireworks night, 
Bev and Tuppence are like this, like that, honestly, yeah, terrified. Yeah. You know what dogs are like. Joyce, yeah. it's almost like Joyce has just popped in some <laughs> AirPods and gone, yeah. I'm going to listen to Zemenya. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happens, which I'm so pleased because I hate Bonfire Night. If you've got a dog, it's the worst night. But Bev used to be going crazy. But yeah, yeah I remember because Joyce used to say is an Irish setter. And I remember bumping into you and you had you had Bev and Joyce with you. Yes. Are they a lovely breed? Are they your favourite breed? Is that why did you come to have mm. Irish setters? I mean, um, my ex at the time had a special connection with Irish okay. setters. So uh, we had Irish yes. But to me, they are the best breeds in the world. They are fun. Mm. You, know, you know, sometimes a dog is a nuisance. It's not. No. no. Especially with life and soul. Oh. She was so much fun. She has great personality. Great with kids. Emotionally so, you know, so astute. Knew when you were in a... Well, this is something that we can all um, feel about. Um, you know, Addison Cresswell, obviously, yes. you know, our, yes. our beloved manager and friend, when he died, you know, mm. we got the phone call in the morning, you know, and I was just... Yeah. crying when I got the news the most worst thing ever and I'm there and I remember hearing in the morning like that and then I remember Bev seeing me so distraught and then out the corner of my eye I saw this ginger paw grab my scrambled eggs and salmon and slowly pull it away <laughs> and I was like really Bev that yeah. is low that is low I am emotionally low and you know I'm low and you're still Oh, he probably won't be needing those eggs. Yeah. I'll I'll take that. You don't want that to go to People waste. People breathe in different ways, Alan. People <laughs> breathe in different ways. Someone told me a really funny story about Bev. We used to have some amazing um, parties at the house, and I remember doing a lovely cheese board and wine and stuff like mm. that on a Lazy Susan. And someone said, do you remember when Bev just jumped up and was operating the Lazy Susan like a DJ? She was just spinning it round. This sounds fantastic. Alan's by the dog DJ, but from the back it looked like, get on down, kids. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to love this next one. Yeah, he's going to drop. Can I ask, did you, and I hope I'm all right to ask this, I think I am, but did you get Tuppence as a kind of replacement or company for Joyce, or was it for you? Do you do you always want two dogs? Um, well, we, we had a farm. We had a farm and lots of land, and uh, we rehomed everything, you know, alpacas, cows horses, chickens. So we had the land there. And so it just felt like a third dog uh, it was it was fine. So uh, but Bev took to Tuppence so lovely, but Joyce, like I said, is in her own world. But yeah, so it was just one of those farms we took. And people know as well. I think, you know, the late great Paul O'Grady used to say, you know, there'd be... Yeah. You'd hear the car come up to the drive. There'd be like a deer with one leg put in the thing and people run off because they know you are so soft that you will take them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So people, and I'm patron of loads of dog charities and which do an amazing work, so they always ring up. But um, you know what it's like touring, and I'm yeah. single now, and it's, it's hard. I, I am so desperate to get a dog. My life is empty, but I can't at the minute. I'm really busy. But it just breaks my heart because I feel there is an, an I I probably would never get another Irish setter because too emotional. Okay. When Bev went, yeah. oh my god, I've never known grief like it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. um, and it's funny I actually talk about this because I she died on May the eighth last year, and I don't know if you remember there was the um, Salmonella yes. outbreak. I think from one of was it 
one of the supermarkets oh, and um, right, she was yeah. put down and I had a chicken sandwich and I got salmonella on the same day. And I remember ringing up my mum saying, oh my God, you know, Bev's gone and I don't feel good. She went, you're grieving. I said, people grieve in different ways. I said, what, by <laughs> yourself? <laughs> so it was... Um, <laughs> So it was like, <laughs> and then in the afternoon, not only was I myself and complete trauma, I was filming that Agatha Christie documentary. They gave me Poirot's outfit to dress up in, and it was such a tight schedule. And the woman with the white gloves was like unwrapping this Poirot, which Suchet oh, yeah. has worn. And it was touch and go, <laughs> literally. I was crying and shitting myself dressed as Byron. <laughs> oh, no, listen, I didn't shit myself in the oh, outfit. I nearly yeah. did. Well done. Well done. Congratulations <laughs> on being so strong. I know, I know, I know. But yeah, I want to get a dog, but it's just frustrating. And also, it's just, and I know that word yeah. mental health, but it gets you out the house, doesn't it? You go yeah, for of walks. Yes. You, you, yeah. you visit different parts. You, you go to dog-friendly places, you know, in the lakes and stuff, so you can enjoy So it. who looks after Joyce and Tuppence at the moment when you have to go away? Oh, well, my ex does. That's fine. I mean, we're still on good terms and still good friends. So, you know, when I come back from touring, then I have the dogs and stuff. But Joyce is at that age now where, you know, she's stiffening up a bit and I'm seeing the same qualities in Joyce that yeah. I, I saw in Bev. Well, not qualities, the you symptoms, know. symptoms, yeah. I'm yeah. just dreading oh, of course, that. Of course, I'm just of dreading it. But anyway, it is what it is. We've well, got to cherish every yeah. moment. Were you brought up with dogs, Alan? Yes, I had um, a, a black and white dog, and it was called Minstrel. <laughs> but it was the eighties; <laughs> it was different times, and that's what the dog was called when we got it. Yeah, <laughs> its brother was brown, and he was called Oxo. Oh, okay, another one. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, where were you getting these dogs from, Oswald Mosley? <laughs> <laughs> I got it at a rally. So, um, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't want to get cancelled, but that was the name of the dog. Understood. And we Absolutely. all know in yeah. history, people have had some really, really yes. awful yeah. names for dogs. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what the dog was called. Okay. So, <laughs> so, yeah, but the weird thing is my dad didn't want a dog, but then uh, Minstrel came along and they just bonded with each other and um, my dad has never missed a football oh, game. He's a football manager. And he yeah. had really close, you know, members of his family dying, his parents. And he was like, um, <laughs> I've got to go to work. That team need to play, you know, three o'clock Saturday. <laughs> and then when Minstrel died, he had two weeks off. <laughs> and he was like, the football. <laughs> Fantastic. So he was like, yeah, so he didn't want the dog. Please, Dad, me and Gary, please, can we have the dog, please? Yeah. Look, the dog. And, you know, the, he was just mm. at his side, you know what I mean? So, Alan, I want to get a sense of what you're like as an owner. I've been right. You're not, are you, a, are you a strict owner? Are you disciplined? Are the dogs well-trained? Not very, no, 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 not very, um... I can't tell them off. They are the worst as well. Oh, I'll tell you. I've moved to this a new house. Which I don't live there anymore. And um, my ex was a big Whitney Houston fan. 
So I made him a cake which had Whitney Houston's album like that. So we all got nice. a bit paralytic, blah, blah, blah. And we left the food on the side. And what I hadn't booked in was Sky were coming because I couldn't get Sky. Something wrong with the, the box and stuff. So I foolishly had booked in Sky the next day, the man to come. <laughs> you know, when they would say eight till one, I didn't know he was going to come in at eight. So what happened was Bev had eaten the Whitney Houston cake, well, a bit <laughs> and gone into the living room and shit everywhere. I had the Skyman there, and I go, I just can't get the box to work. I opened it up, and it all over the floor. And he's looking at me like, you can't get Sky? That's your biggest worry? <laughs> oh, my God, you must get your Sky movies. I'd dread for you to sit here in your own shit and not have anything to watch. But, you know, my ex, Paul, would oh. really train them well. You know, he would be good like okay. that. You know? No, yeah. no, dog. No, that's bad. Okay. Well, I can't say that. And also, I think with my voice as well, I think dogs don't know what to register because obviously when I get angry, I get higher. And, of course, that is <laughs> with good dogs. So I'm like, what are you doing? You idiots. You eating a nappy. And so I'm going, oh, I'll do that again. Yeah, it's, it, it sends a wrong signal, doesn't it? It sends a wrong signal. It does, it oh. does. And he's always really happy. He's really happy I've um, you know, jumped up at that yeah. old lady and pushed yeah. her over, you know, yeah. He's singing again. I've made him happy. Yeah. <laughs> Are they allowed on the furniture? Are there any no-nos at all in the house? No, no. You know as well, when we got Bev and Joyce, they said, do not put her on the bed. Do not put her on the bed. And, of course, we would put her downstairs in the crate. Oh, oh my God. Oh, no. So we, yeah. we got her up, put her in the bedroom. You're on the bedroom. Oh, <laughs> like that. And then, <laughs> then she's on the bed. Then we're worried about her falling off. So then she's on the floor and me and Paul are on the floor. <laughs> then they're in the bed and you and Paul are in the crate. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the crate. <laughs> it's your safe place. <laughs> the dog's locked me in. I've had a lovely sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, we fell for that, all that, you know, stuff about which you go, oh, that's why people do it, you know. You feel so stupid. But, you know, it's funny, the amount of time. I do miss Bev so much and... Uh, I mean, you know, obviously I wear glasses now, you know, I, I can't see anything, but I remember one time, it's been really nice doing this podcast because I've been going down memory lane thinking about things, but I remember just not putting my glasses on and going, come on, Bev, come on, get on the bed and thinking, oh, there's something wrong with her. And then when you put your glasses on, you've just been shouting at a brown towel on the floor. <laughs> you know, <what> I, <laughs> you know, it's been... <laughs> Bev, 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 are you okay? <laughs> Like a brown town, yeah. yeah. So, oh, um, God. Oh, yeah, it's been lovely. It's going down memory lane. It's so lovely, and it's uh, yeah, I do miss her anyway. Oh, you know. I know, I know. So sometimes when uh, uh, I'm listening to uh, your podcast, Life's a Beach, Alan, you can hear heavy breathing. Mm. And is that Joyce or is it is it uh, Tuppence? 
in the background? No, no, no. I'm having some work done around the back. Not <laughs> on my face. No, on the uh, in the back. <laughs> my good yeah. friend Ross, who's re-owned a dog, and he's a cocker spaniel. Now they are crazy. Yes, right. cocker spaniel, okay, yeah, completely. Yeah, yeah, and he. Like the British public, he adores me. And um, <laughs> very modest. <laughs> yeah. That's the joke. And then no, 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 no. You know, he comes down and then he's just <laughs> like that. And yeah. And, yeah. and there was a re- I was interviewing Joel talking about holidays and he was talking about an IB for holiday. And Bev had eaten something in the garden, come through the door and was like, go. <laughs> <laughs> we had to keep it in. It was just so funny, you know, because people just think it's me dry heaving. An anecdote. <laughs> yeah, it's having a hard morning. <laughs> yeah. Do you take them to work with you ever? When you, I mean, gigging and stuff. It's not really practical, is it? Usually, but do you take them into the studio ever when you're doing stuff like that? Yeah, I, I used to take them in all the time. Like I yeah. said, Joyce is now, her back legs are going a bit, so we don't take her anywhere. Mm. I do take tuppence along. I mean, in the early days, I, I used to, Bev was on the one show and they brought it. They, You know, they remember when Christine Bleakley did it and they yes, surprised yes, yes. her with a birthday cake and Bev jumped up, pushed her out the way and just ate it on live telly. I mean, I'm <laughs> so much that I can go, I go, oh, I miss Bev. And I remember there was absolute chaos whenever she would come on <laughs> a show and I should really go and look back. But I'm not ready yet to go back and look at those clips. Bev was in, she had a cameo. In Hollyoaks. Yeah, in Hollyoaks. <laughs> and, and you know as well? Adele used Bev's face for her first tour as oh, in an really? AAA thing. Yes. So, I mean, Bev's probably like famous, I think. Yeah, she's, she's A-list. Yeah, sounds like it. She, she is like A-list, it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I must look at that. I just don't, I don't think I'm ready yet. I don't think I'm ready yet to look at her, but yeah. I understand that. Yeah. What a life she's had, you know. She's been on the radio. She's been on the one show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Are your dogs safe to... Take off the lead. Which, if you're going for a walk on the pavements, can you be off lead? How much command do you have? Um, I wouldn't trust Tuppence. No. But Joyce will stick by me. Yeah, she's a very good dog. She's a very good dog. Oh, that's very Do you well remember behaved. Kelly Comby? You know Kelly Comby, the comedian? Yeah, She's yes, of course, yeah. You know, that, that Fantastic. bulldog of hers, Nelson, who I loved, he sadly passed away, but she said to oh, me... No. He's always the same. I mean, I've never met such a lethargic dog. And she went, Alan, I walked in while she was having a shower because we were late to do a gig. And uh, she went, can you take, don't let Nelson off the lead. I said, I'm sure I can let Nelson off the lead. I've I've owned a dog for, you know, <laughs> lots of years. Well, this dog, I let it off the lead. It saw a ball in this field. Oh, my God. It was like Usain Bolt. I have never seen yeah. it. <laughs> I've never seen bulldog run so quick. <laughs> I mean, they they are sneaky like that. Dogs, you've got to be yeah. careful. Yes, but this is a big old bruiser yeah. dog, you know. And I went, I Kelly, I think I can control a bulldog. Thank you very much. But, oh my god, <laughs> they get the second win. But yeah, I couldn't trust um, Tuppence, but I would Joyce. She's a good girl. Oh. That's a good level. I you think. know what Minstrel used to do? Mm. Me and my mum used to do the Ouija board and we got <laughs> through some... Um, we got, of course you did. And, <laughs> yeah. t- and then Minstrel would be there and he would... Uh, in the corner. Uh, <laughs> like that. 
and he'd run in the lounge. This is my mum and dad's house. Run in the lounge, then run round to the kitchen. And we were like, mm, like mm. oh God, I'm like that man in Australia describing the dog attack. Have you seen him? No. no. The old man no, on the news. He was bitten by a dog. And the man said, can you describe the dog? He went, Oh, you've got to check it out. Your wife's patting his arm going, that's enough now, dear. I'm going to send you it. When my mum did the wallpaper in the the kitchen, there was a door. There'd been a door there that had been blocked in. So Minstrel had seen someone go into the dining room, into the kitchen. Spooky. Oh, wow. You don't you seem go. as impressed as I was by that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that twist was up there with Shawshank Redemption. Clearly not. You were like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Glad you had fun with your mum and the Ouija board. Yeah, now, yeah. Alan, a lot of people, we have, well, this is the question we always ask all of our guests. A lot of people kiss their dogs on the mouth. A lot of people don't. Would you let the dogs kiss you on the mouth? Kiss, yeah. Kiss on the mouth. This is how greedy Bev was. Bev would try and get, like, I remember eating a Scotch egg and she'd got a paw to try and get it out of my mouth. <laughs> so, yeah, tongues. And this is probably me oversharing, as I always do. But sometimes I've been in bed and then I've had an erotic dream and I've woken up and Bev's licking my nipples. <laughs> Very, very forthcoming of you. Are you sure it was Bev Allen? Did you have your glasses on? (laughs) It was a towel. (laughs) Story of my life. Imagine I just taking a towel for a walk round the park. (laughs) Imagine that in the papers. Yeah, Yeah, should have gone to Specsavers. Lovely. (laughs) What great stories they were. Thank you so much, Alan, for joining us. Thank you so much, Alan. It's been terrific. Absolutely brilliant. I'm so glad we can finally fit it in. We can talk about dogs till the cows come home because I love dogs. So that was wonderful. And I can't wait to see you at Hyde Park for that walk. Yes, yes. Yes. <laughs> we always say that, don't we? Yeah. All right. One day we will. <laughs> yes, we'll do that. Oh, that was wonderful. Oh, good old Alan. Lovely to speak to Alan again. And uh, amazing stories, really. I can't say I was surprised that there's very little discipline in the car household as far as dogs are concerned. No, no. Just to be clear on this, Jack... It started off, I thought he had two dogs. And by the end of the chat with him, it, it actually turned out that the dogs were his ex-boyfriends and that he sometimes got to see them. No, I think he I think he has them most of the time and then and then his ex looks after them when he can't. That's as I understood it. There was a bit where I'm sure he was saying he wanted to get a dog. Yes, I know. I didn't understand that. So uh, maybe I've misunderstood as well. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we, don't, we spoke to him for 25 minutes. Yeah, we still we, don't know. And being the professionals that we are, we don't know whether he's got a dog or not. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. 
Well done, us. Maybe he meant to get another dog. That was absolutely lovely. And if uh, to the listeners, if you want to check out that video that uh, Alan was talking about, where the man reacts uh, to the dog, you can uh, you can follow us on Instagram. The wonderful Sarah our producer is going to put that up, and you can check that out there, or just or just YouTube ambitious dog man. It is worth a it is worth a look at. It's very. Funny. But what a lovely episode. Wasn't it? Yeah. It was good, wasn't Very it? Fun. Very good. Terrific to uh, to hear all about Alan's dog. And also, uh, well, thank, I was going to say we should thank, thank you to listeners for sending in their their voice notes. But <laughs> on this occasion, I think I'll, uh, I'll leave that out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you very much. And thank you for listening to Oh My Dog. Every week we get all these insights from our guests. We hope you're enjoying getting to know a different side of them through their relationships with their dogs. Yeah, and don't forget to get in touch by emailing us at hello at omdpod.com and find us on Instagram at omdpod. So give us a shout there as well, will you? Yes, we love your voice notes. And remember, a dog is for life, not just for podcasts. <laughs>